I'm your host, The Weeb. This is the show where every other week I'll be talking about anime, manga, and everything in between. This week, following my, let's say, idol trilogy, I'm talking about the, one of the most important to me at the very least anime about idols, that is Idol Master Cinderella Girls. So, uh, before I, I start, really, disclaimers already, uh, always, but first one spoiler alert as always i'll be talking about the whole story i don't know how and the second one right i don't know how long this episode is gonna take in the final cut but the thing is i'll be gushing about and i'll i'll be cursing a lot this whole anime i just watched the last episode just to do this review and oh god damn i'm burning with rage every fiber my body is telling me to oh, to curse the production of this anime, but at the same time, I love this anime, I vibe too much with it. And even though the story is pretty bad and all, the presentation is so good, and I vibe too much with the songs to not give it a, a, a good score or even love it in the, in the end. But that's, that's a thing I, I will get to. So... Uh, just to, to get started, right? Um, I'm, why did I watch Idol Master Cinderella Girls? Why? Why? Oh boy, why? So, first off, uh, just the stats, right? This is uh, this anime is also done as the first Idol Master by A1 Pictures. The first season came out in January 2015 through... April 2015 and the second season came um, July 2015 through November 2015 from what I researched uh, the, the game com- came before so uh, Cinderella Girls is based off the, uh, the mobile Idol Master game that is Idol Master Cinderella Girls from what I gather, it's the same thing as the original Idol Master, which is the management, uh, sometimes rhythm game, from what I know. But added the gacha mechanic. Uh, from what, what I gather, the game still exists and is still strong, and may, mostly the the reason why there's no new Idol Master anime is that the game just makes too much money so why would they need to invest more when you have a whole lot of Japanese guys just dumping and wailing for virtual waifus I mean who wouldn't done it I used to play uh, Girls Frontline so I I know that feel even though I never would uh, that's a thing for another episode so that's the stats I want to pass. Just, just to be clear, the anime is already nearly seven years old now that we are in 2022. And so now I can start to gush about because the first season is so beautiful. My man, it's so good. I vibe too much with it. So first things first, 
the Idol Master, the original one, had 13 girls, 12 girls in the start, and then we got one extra by the end. This one, we start with 14 girls and a whole lot of extras, a whole lot of, uh, let's say, Easter eggs from other, even other units inside the Cinderella Girls universe and the other uh, Idol Master universes. So, just to just to give some context, right? Uh, for what we can infer, the all the Idol Master things are in this at the same timeline, the same, uh, let's say, the same universe, right? They all operate in, let's say, Tokyo, and you see sightings from the from girls from the original Idol Master from Jupiter that also appears in the original Idol Master, and uh, also I think side M. And some other girls that I don't know because I don't play the game. Okay, uh, so let's start f uh, first. The first to the to the sixth episode. It's about the first unit that we get to meet, the first three girls and the ones that really uh, are the main characters of the story. So the first girl we meet, there is the let's say the. <laughs> Before I before I even start, right? Uh, you can trace back some of the let's say personalities archetypes of the girls to the original Idol Master, and at the same time, you can say that they kind of changed a bit. Although it, you can still see some um, reminiscence from the original ones. I'll get to that, but the, the thing is, the first one, uh, in, in the original Idol Master, we met Haruka, in this one we meet Uzuki, which, who is the one who really wants to be an idol because she wants to be an idol because it's her dream. And yes, you can already see there are some, I would not say recycled traits, but you, then again, you can trace it back. So Uzuki is training in this, I think it's a uh, training school for idols, I, I don't really get the, the concept, I, in my country we don't have that, so I don't, I don't really know, it's a dance school. And then you get to meet in the first episode, the first, um, let's say the first uh, two minutes, uh, not even that first minute, you get to know the, the producer for the season, and they changed from the... Um, Harding main character to one of those uh, big scary guy that all, that is sweet and really soft in the inside. So he appears to be uh, ominous, let's say, but at the same time he's he's cute in his own way, and he's giant. And also, uh, so, uh, I already let's just jump around, right? So he comes into the into the school, meets Uzuki, and after a awkward presentation, he offers her a place in his project because there's a vacancy for one idol, and then she accepts because it's her dream. And you can already see from just that interaction the just from those first minutes 
the strength of this anime in general. First one, animation. Uh, I I say every time, and every time I cover something made from A1 Pictures, I'll always say that their animation is really, really good. It's only topped by their own or the guys who made Fate, who I don't really remember the name. And before someone says Studio Trigger is a whole other story, They're, they are on another, not say league, but it's another class of animation studio. Uh, besides, uh, that's a tangent. Uh, so Uzuki gets uh, gets scouted, alright, and then it comes to the second one. We get to to the first unit in the first episode, yes, but the the thing is we get to know the girls firsthand and for the first time. Second girl is Shibuya Rin, who's the, in my opinion, okay, in my opinion. She's the... I would not say the one who carries the the story, but she's the one who turns the story around, or should I say maybe she changes the direction of the story in many ways. Uh, towards the end, at uh, the end is bad. Uh, anyways, that's... I'm getting ahead of myself. I, I'm burning with rage. God, I want to get the, to the second season so I can start to curse the guys who made that goddamn story. Anyways, and the third one is kind of introduced out our left field. It's not really scouted. It's more of a, she entered because of an audition. That is uh, Honda Miu. And these are the three girls who form the first unit of the Cinderella project. Uh, new generations. So then we get to meet all the 14 girls in the first episode too. The first episode also. Um, so let, let's see if I can just by memory say all. I, I don't remember all the surnames and some of the girls intentionally don't, don't have because yeah because so let's go so there is Anzu, Kirari, uh, Anya or Anastasia Miku, Rina, Kanako, Shieri, Ranko, Minami, Miria, Uzuki, Rika, Rin and Miyu those are the 14 girls oh I got it oh I got it uh, so and, and the the story is they about their beginning as idols and you get to know the producer you get to know the manager uh, Senakawa's I think it's Senakawa son who's the um, I don't know it's the support administrator I, I don't I don't really know those are all the stuff that appear in the game so I, uh, if anyone plays the game you know who I'm talking about and then you get to know a whole lot, a whole lot of extras, uh, the idols that are not Cinderella Project, but are from the same company. So this is the thing, right? Um, different. Uh, it's really different from the world building of the first of the original Idol Master because the first Idol Master it was about a 
small company getting its start as um, getting the idols to really do some work, some big work and get the startup for, for the enterprise and all. This one is not that. The, um, for this one, it's about uh, Mishiro Productions 346. I, I don't know why they do this kind of thing, but 346 apparently goes to Mishiro. Uh, the thing is, right, the office is, is basically a castle. They have a whole lot of staff, a whole lot of departments, a whole lot of idols going around doing stuff and all and all and they already have this let's say this part where there are a whole lot of idols that are already let's say um senior seniors for the cinderellas so basically the, the one that really comes into play comes into the story a lot is rika's older sister that is mika And Mika is this uh, Gyaro idol. She's. <laughs> If you live in the spice side of the internet, you know who she is. She's one of the most, if not the most. Uh, the one with the most fan art from all the Cinderella girls. She's just stylish. I don't know, man. Uh, that's a, that aside. Um. So then we get to know all the girls, we get to know all the idols that go around the office. And the, the office is is not just an office, it's a whole campus. It's a castle with multiple buildings and all, and they have ins uh, inside there a cafe and some other stuff. And that's pretty nice. The, the thing is, right, the one strength that this anime has is presentation. Their presentation is impeccable. They really, really nail that. But that's reserved for this first season. Uh, before I get to that, um, the one thing you will get a lot from this anime too is that they draw some lines really close to love life. And that is to be expected. It, For me, at the very least, this anime was a response to Love Life, although it came one year later, but anyways. Um, Love Life had that um, more school vibe, school slice of life vibe, and the original Idol Master had that more professional, sentimental, um, kind of how do you live as an idol kind of thing. And... This one is a Cinderella Girls is a mixture of both, I would say, because some most of the girls are are still in school, yes, and you see some. Uh, it's hard to say that, but you get that some struggles are more are nearer to someone in high school. It's they basically changed. Um, let's say the public they wanted to together with this one from a seining, let's say a young adult or adult audience, they changed to a more 
let's say high school to enter the to enter college kind of age bracket that's the vibe I get from it it's um, it's really hard to explain that but you get that a lot there are some some conflicts between the girls and between the the whole show that you get there more um, teenager kind of things and not so much of the adult themes the original one had but at the same time this one has some let's say some adult themes although they're not really so deep as the original one but still it's a valid way I think it they kind of went alright with the presentation of the story the story beats and all but I'm getting ahead of myself so from the first to the sixth episode we get the whole arc of the of new generation and that comes about and I will say this right off the bat this is the spoiler part right to my knowledge to my in my opinion they basically read redid the they did again the Mickey arc from the original Idolmaster with uh, for Mew so that thing where she sees that she cannot gather the same public she kind of gives up on being an idol and, and that to me vibed a whole lot wrong because it's the 6th episode of a 12 episode series so I was already they are really dumping all their cards already in the beginning like what What's happening here? And and it is a, a plot point co- straight up copied from the original one. Like what? What? What am I watching? That aside, um, all the music in between those two things happening. The first, obviously, there's the crack. There's the the downfall. The the whole journey of the hero right so there's the the good parts then there's the conflict the fall the feels bad moment and then the reconciliation the reconciliation is, is uh, so adorable it's it's really it's really really adorable a- and all of that is uh bathed by good music i really liked i would say 99% of the all the music that ran through the two seasons they did a, a huge it's it's so good when you see investment done n- not only in animation and art but also in the other parts that make an anime dialogue is something that you cannot really dump more money to resolve it but I think music is a part that really brings an anime together. And being a, an idol anime, I think it cements the fact that idol music is, is a valid way of music. I, I think so. Uh, from deep in my heart, I, I really think idol music is way better than a whole lot of music that comes out nowadays. And to me, even if that is 
um, song made for a game or made for a, an anime, I think it's valid. It's uh, those are really good songs. Anyways, um, so the and uh, also I'll take this moment just to shout out uh, the the guys who really helped me. Not directly, obviously, but because I'm a small creator. But anyways, I will shout out the project Imas Wiki. I will leave the um, the link to the Cinderella Girls page in the description. I have to take note of it. And because man, it's a whole lot of information. I don't know who did it. I don't know who wrote all this, but goddamn, you are awesome. And well, uh, tension aside, let's go to the to the next one. Uh, so we have this this whole arc in from the first to the sixth episode. And towards the end of the season, we get to meet all the different units that come together eventually. And then there is the end of season show, which has its own conflict. It's kind of a bummer. Well, anyways, so we get to meet uh, after the whole arc, uh, Love Laika, that is a unit composed by Minami and Anya, or Anastasia. Just, uh, just another tangent. Anastasia is the best girl in this series. That's not debatable. All right. Um. After that, there is Candy Island. That is. Oh wait, let's <laughs> watch me get this wrong, right? Uh, Anzu, Cherry, and Kanako. Then we have Rosenberg, Engel, Engel. I don't know. German, I can't say this with the right pronunciation. There is the solo unit with Ranko. Then we have decoration that is Kirari, um, Rika, and Miria. Then we have Asterisk that is Miku and Rina. And then we got the end of season. Uh, thing there is the uh, summer fest that the whole uh, whole firm does. So there are girls from other departments that sing and all. And there's this one thing where Minami being appointed the leader of the whole the girls in the project overworks herself and don't don't get to really singing Renko has to step in as a substitute with Anya on stage and it goes alright uh, no problems really but you get that uh, pull at your heartstrings moment when you see that oh boy shit's going down but everything ends up really okay so now I really breezed through the first season because oh boy, now I got I'll get extra salty. Let's go. So, Cinderella goes season two. 
who the fuck approved that? Who, who approved that story? If that's canon in the game, I hope the guy who wrote it just grow a brain eventually and and notices that he fucked up. Because goddamn, that's the worst second season ever. If all that they built in the first season, all that good feelings, the all the chemistry with the girls. All those... The ships. The ships, man. The ships were real. The ships were real. You don't know how much Love Like was a good, good ship. And all the... Everything. Everything. That... uh, Everything that was... Was... uh, Just... Just destroyed. They just destroyed the whole thing. Uh, So... Alright, let's... Read back. Let's start from the beginning. So they they started the second season following the first season. So they the counting of the episodes is like second season first episode, but uh, it is I think thirteenth uh, episode in the inside the anime they count like that. The thing is right from out of nowhere comes this this woman who's the daughter of the the boss of the whole firm, right? And apparently she is just the boss of the whole idol program in the whole firm. And the first thing she does, oh, yeah, let's get some reforms done. And when I say reforms, I say, let's dissolve all the groups, all the departments and just reset it all. Like, yeah, you have a concert next week. Oh, boy. I hope you're ready because the girls are not in the same unit anymore. And that's it. That, At the very least, that's the way it is presented to everyone. And then you, you see that chaos that brews up in the whole firm. All the girls running around and around, not knowing if they will work, where they will work, and uh, what are they doing? What if their their projects are going to be dissolved whether she they keep their jobs what and that that is i think i don't know who i don't know what my theory is that someone else wrote the second season entirely because from the first season you cannot you cannot predict something like that it's so so out of nowhere that they just come out with this let's remake everything let's destroy everything we have already and redo all and that's so bad as backwards logic to me because understand that uh, I, I I think right I think I I live in a country where uh, things related to payroll are First, really expensive because you have to pay a lot of taxes. And second, because everything that has to do with employees always comes down to the employee wrecking the whatever company they're working with. And and to my knowledge, that that is the 
most of the things around the world, right? I don't know if Japan is different from that, but I would say that wrecking all your human resources is not a good strategy for business in general. And the thing is, she comes out of left field with this thing where let's destroy everything and remake it. And it's so heavy-handed with no logic flight at all. The, she just comes down blazing with the with the hammer, right? And that that to me, I I, I got so angry. I, I remember when I first watched it, I was really really angry. I I just man, <laughs> I was just out of there. I I, I really thought to myself. God damn, the second season is trash. I rewatched it now to make this review. I'm pretty sure my impression from the second season is worse than before. I hate that season with all the fibers of my being. It's it's terrible, man. Who who approved that? Is that canon to the game? How? How? How come they just destroy everything? She destroys all the units from all the departments. And then she comes out. And, and this is the thing, right? The second season is a whole mess in story also. The story in the second season is so bad. Because they start with this thing, right? They start to sprinkle this idea of... Uh, now that the girls are kind of famous, starting to be famous, where are they going next? Where are they going after they leave the Cinderella project? Because the Cinderella project is basically a nest to create idols. But that's not the case. Like, it kind of comes out as that, but the Cinderella project for what they present is a whole project with full-time idols as Cinderella. And that's alright, they just keep being Cinderella. But then, it, they start to show this idea that the girls, they kinda have this thing where they can change at will, although I change the... Let's say the department, the the direction of their careers that will... And, and to be fair, right? When I say that, uh, yes, you can as a person change your career and all and all. But not betraying the group, right? You you don't just... Oh, yeah, I, I'll just leave my job right now. Like, that, that doesn't work like that. Even inside, inside your job, like, you won't just... Oh yeah, I will change teams now because that's it. That it doesn't it doesn't work like that. It doesn't doesn't work like that. And and then the thing is right. So they start to sprinkle this thing where ah new future, uh, different paths, um, branching paths that just lead forward and let let's all walk forward together and all. And then uh, disaster strikes when 
uh, when this, let's say, when the reforms come, right? The the director comes and just wrecks. Um, so the the first case, I think, is this, um, let's say, a variety show that some of the girls, the there are extras that eventually become Cinderella, but they have this show weekly and all, and then she comes and just, oh no, um, just just send some some home and we just change the subject of the whole show mm, gradually but send some home we can change that and then you you see the girls like it's their work and from nowhere someone just comes and say oh yeah you can't do that now like man that's so fucked up so fucked up god damn it and then you start to see the second the second part of the season, right? The there is this thing where it comes this antagonist, there is the director with these heavy-handed reforms that I don't particularly I don't see the sense in it. I don't see the um, why you should do that. Why you you would do that. Comes this branching paths thing and comes this scramble of the of some of the idols not many of the idols but some of the idols get scrambled and and then you see this vision also of the more senior girls uh, how they how they interact with the with the changes right how they how they move around and to be fair, it is kind of the thing they did in the original Idol Master, but at the same time, some of the girls are just uh, too far apart. I mean, it's not deep enough to make the connection, I would say. It's different from, like, there's the episode in the original one where Yayoi has a fight with her brother. And that's relatable, right? That's the that's some um, an everyday thing if you have siblings and all. But some of the things that happen with the senior girls are just I don't know, just too far to grasp, I would say. And there, then there is this first vision, right? The how the senior girls deal with that. So there is one girl that's Kaede who's a major idol and all that straight up uh, refuses to do a gig for the director that does not backlash on her but it kinda does, kinda doesn't they don't get into the weeds with that and that kind of kind of ticks me the other way because to me idol master is that thing where you show the girl, you show the, the struggle and and that's that, right? You need to, sh to. I need to relate to that to make the connection. But at the same time, it, it never does. It never does in the Cinderella. And the thing is, right? Uh, the next, next part. So comes the, the reform. So a whole lot of shows. Um, I can so people get scrambled around. There's this one part where 
Mika has to do a tie-in for a makeup company. And she's she's a Gyaru, right? So she has her her own style and all that. And eventually they come out with this the director comes out with this thing where she does not want personality or individuality in the idols. She wants the they to look professional for the world for the world. Oh boy. <laughs> I w- Oh boy, and nobody, nobody comes comes down to just shut shut her up. God damn, she she's wrecking the whole firm, and and nobody got, got the balls to stand up except for the producer. But that, that's I'll get to that. And Mika has to do, and the whole episode is about she struggling with the fact that. Her work is telling her to do something, but her personality is telling her to do something else. And it kind of comes wish-washy to the, to the middle ground, where she kind of looks professional, but with her own style. And I don't, I don't vibe with that, but I can see. Uh, anyway, so that's, that's just, a, just one example. And and then then the goddamn thing just happens. <sighs> okay, okay. Let me I don't have boom protection in the mic, so sorry for the headphone users. Eventually she comes up with the best and I would say the one idea that I hate so much. I hate the whole season because of it. She starts to scout girls in-house to make up new units for her own project of the, let's say, the, the flagship project of the firm. And obviously, obviously, she scouts someone from the Cinderella project and just wrecked the whole fun. And, and the first thing that... The first one that she does, oh, actually there are two, right? So the first one, I I did I did not remember when I rewatched it. I was really shocked. Was Anya? I w- oh boy, I was so mad. I was so mad. She just destroyed the best ship in the whole series, man. Anya Minami was the best ship in the whole series, and she just destroyed it from nowhere, like. God damn, Love Lyrica was one of the units with the one song that I remembered and I really liked. And she just wrecked it. Like, goddamn. Uh, fuck her. Like, like, goddamn. Don't don't wreck my fun. Don't wreck my fun. And then comes the second one, which is the really, 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 really important one. That is Ring. Ring. And that's that's when you know the the whole f- the, the the house comes down the whole the cookie crumbles when the plot thickens and all because then we start a whole nother arc and and this is towards the end of the season right uh, uh, you can already see some of the units have changed will change. Um, you actually get some reaffirmation from some units. You get 
uh, just the tangent, not the tangent, right? Um, so I'll talk about specifically about uh, uh, Ranko. Ranko is, let's say, Takane from the original Idol Master, but really, really odd. Uh, Takane was already the, the oddball of the group. Ranko is Takane, but on steroids, on that, on that remark. And <laughs> let's just say, right, uh, Takane, uh, Ranko, she talks in a way like she's a fallen angel, from what I gather. And and in the first season, when there is the the episode about Rosenberg Angel. How the episode about about her? It's about the how she built her image in her unit, her solo unit. But either way, you get the this whole gag about she talking really, really strangely. It's um, and talking in metaphors about souls and angels, wings, and whatever, magic, and then comes the, and she talks like that for the whole season, right, she talks like that for the whole anime up until that point, comes the second season, first thing, her lines are counted, she, I don't know what happened, but she does not talk for the whole season, and second thing, Whenever she talks, she talks normal now, and I, w- I was, I was, I was stupefied, stupefied. I, I, I could not, I could not believe it. Like, what? They just destroyed the whole character for no reason, and and that's why I say the second season's a mess. The second season's a mess because it, it never shows what it wants to show. Uh, first comes this thing where branching paths, then it comes to this future kind of thing and the reforms and change comes and we need to keep moving forward and all but it never really commits to anything of that yeah, there are branching paths, but you never show the way, you just show how the thing just happens there are, there's the future yes, but from that point, I want to see the future of the girls that I know, like, I want to see them grow, I don't want to see them in other groups. Uh, from from that standpoint, I don't want to know more girls, I want to know where the girls I already like from the first season go. And that's, that's a mystery for me, like, why would you do that? Why would you not commit to anything, why would you um, just, I don't know, not take a path, in in the end, the the production, the story feels like it did not take a single path, they tried a whole lot of things and never landed in any of them, and to me that's really something that I really did not expect to see in the second season. I really felt felt bad because I, re- I remembered that I hated the second season. 
but I did not expect to see that. I hated the second season because of the director and all the things that she represented and brought to the table. But I did not expect to see the story be so bad. I remember the story being better. But that's already my opinion. So <laughs> back to the back to the whole story, right? So comes near the the end of the whole series, right? We are already at episode I don't I don't even know man. It's like episode seven. They start one arc with Uzuki and wouldn't wouldn't you know it it's the Haruka arc from the original one but with Uzuki this time and I tried my best to distance it from the original one but they kind of just and and that that is a thing I would say they just recycled it Uh, so eventually, about the the thing, right? When when the director calls Rin to talk about her new unit that she was appointed, Rin kind of hesitates towards accepting it because she already has a unit with Miu and Uzuki. But then comes that the girls that are with her are kind of friends, uh, childhood friends of hers and they already had their first CD debut cancelled because of the reform so oh boy, someone caused a problem is causing more problems over a problem already existing and yeah and then there's this whole thing where uh, with this thing about uh, building a, 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 let's say a pointed unit by the director she starts to kind of make this, let's say, um, two-sided pressure. So there's the upside pressure that's her telling the telling the girl to get into the unit, and there is this uh, let let's say the downside, the side or the really the sides of the the girl where other girls in the unit start to pressure her to accept and then comes the downfall of the whole thing where Ring is hesitant Mew gets really frustrated because apparently she did not know and then Uzuki just breaks just just she just breaks and then it all comes down to the fact that Uzuki kind of has that, and I would say that the same thing where Haruka, what happened to Haruka in the original Idol Master, she has this anxiety mixed with uh, frustration, burnout, and all, and she just cracks, let's say. And then there's this whole thing where she insist to go back to the training school where she was training before she was scouted because she believes that she does not have um, good traits to be an idol it's and she loses her spark let's say the one girl who who's always 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 smiling 
the one girl who always tries to keep up the good spirits when she loses her spark that's when you know she's real <laughs> and, and and yes that's the same thing that happened with the the end of this the original idol master but yeah there's the the downs the downfall there's the the, ba the bads let's say uh, the period where every uh, everyone said get worried what if she doesn't come back what if she does what if the unit gets dissolved forever and all and the thing is right uh, she comes back eventually she comes back it is cute I I cried a bit I cried just just a little, a little bit but the thing is when she comes back and, and, and I will I'll make this point right now she drops one of the best songs in the whole series uh, to my opinion uh, smiling I think it's how you pronounce it it's well anyways it's written really strange from the title uh, so smiling is one of the best tracks in the whole series uh, I would not discuss that it's just the best and then she comes back and all and that's episode 11 episode 12 is the worst ending for an anime I ever seen an anime of idols I would say so come on come on come all there's this hu huge Cinderella uh, girl ball a ball in uh, boy it's a prawn promenade let's say it's a huge event with all the Cinderella's and and they do a whole lot of shows, a whole lot of games with the audience and all. And then and then there's this whole a big show for all the girls and all. It's really beautiful. And and then this series ends, but no, not with a song. They start they oh boy that that ending so bad. There is this one part where it appears that they will start to sing, but they like they go through, I think two or three lines from the song, and then it ends with one still photo of the girls. That's it, man. It's so bad. The ending is so bad. I hate the second season so much. It's so bad. <laughs> and, and that's 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 how my goes. It's a story about 14 girls uh, getting together through uh, a huge firm, being friends, uh, learning about each other, uh, being idols, getting their own units, being themselves. It's so cute, but at the same time, so bad in the second season. The second season is so bad. So, so bad. Although some of the best songs come from the second season, and I hate that, I really do hate that. Um, so I've, I have been gushing about this and cursing for 50 minutes right now. Uh, let Let's get to the to my opinion, right? Um, oh my, what, what do I even say about my opinion? What is my opinion about this anime? My opinion is that 
I I love it and I hate it. I I love it for what it is. I love it for the art. I love it for the animation. The animation already already is a 10. A one in this regard, they do not they do not uh, get it wrong. I will say some of the frames some of the frames are strange. They give some creeps, but from what I saw, none of them uh, gave me the creeps like the original one. So for and the animation really seems better than the first one. So you can see that uh, in four years they really stepped up their game. Also because uh, I, from what I remember, I think I Domestic came out after the first season of SAO, so SAO already had a really good animation, this one is way better. And I love it for its art, I love it for its presentation. The presentation is so, so beautiful. The the Cinderella team they, they use in the, let's say, the first episodes and the last ones for the series, the whole thing about the clock, the whole thing about the magic, the even the titles of the episodes are so poetic. It's ah, it, it's unbeatable, man. It's really good. It's really good. It it tells me that you can produce an anime really well. You can take your time to uh, not take your time, but you can really make sure every detail is right. It is a well-made anime for all it's worth. The music, I would say, it's a 10. The animation is a 10. The story... Oh, by the story, the story... I can say it's a passable 5? I think... Yes, yes, I can say it's a passable 5. I I hate it to the end. I hate the the whole thing about the director. I hate the second season overall. But the story, I have to say, it is pretty okay. It's not something I would like to see again. For the story, for the music, I can I can make an exception. So I would say this the story is a five, anyways. And outside of that, oh boy, story, animation, music, I don't know. Um, for what's worth, the anime is good. The girls are mostly pretty okay. Some of the girls I really uh, did not vibe with. Some of the struggles are just straight up recycled for, for, from the original one. Uh, some of the girls are really forgettable, I would say, for the most part, for the most part. And and to me, the, the one thing I really take away I, I, and I really want to to keep it here is that I hate the fact that by ending the second season like they did with Rin taking up a new unit and Mio 
eventually starting as a solo career and Anya also being a solo artist I really hate the fact that they made it so there's no third season in the horizon ever unless they cheese it and if they cheese it I will hate it I hate it so much but I will watch it I I will be sure to watch it if they cheese it as third season strangely uh, the chibi version I think it's Cinderella Girls Gekijo Gechijo, they had three seasons from what I remember. That's a tangent, but I think it's important to say. Uh, outside from that, I would say um, if you like my me gushing about and cursing for one hour, thank you for listening. Uh, if you are on YouTube, thank you for watching. Even though the video is nothing more than a still image. Um, if you can subscribe, follow, give it a like, share. If you can share with a friend, tell them I'm a terrible person who talks about bad anime. And in general, this is a good anime. I hope you watch it. Thank you for listening. Uh, if you are on Spotify, please like, please follow. If you are on YouTube, please sub again. And thank you guys. Until next time. Bye.